are listening to the Illuminated Life Podcast with Trish Johnson. This podcast is dedicated to sharing inspiring ideas, strategies, and stories that can help you discover your path to an illuminated life. Welcome back. This is episode number 10, Lasting Change. Now, I love the days I get to record episodes of this podcast because these are the days where I feel I'm most connected to my audience, as if you're here with me in the room while I record. So just want to tell you how much I appreciate you listening, how much I love that you are here, and I can't wait to get started. So let's jump in. I'm going to give you a very quick 30-second overview of what we've covered so far before we move on to our topic for today. In the first nine episodes, I covered what I believe to be the most important components of living an illuminated life. I like to think of these components as stepping stones on a path. These three stepping stones include awareness, responsibility, and action. In quick review, awareness is the awareness of our thoughts, our feelings, and the outcomes these create in our lives. This is foundational. If we aren't aware of our thoughts and feelings and how they impact our life, I believe the next steps are nearly impossible. Now, the next step, responsibility, is the responsibility in accepting that our thoughts and feelings create all of our outcomes, and then taking responsibility or ownership of our thoughts, feelings, and our outcomes while letting go of trying to control other people and things. And the last, action. Taking action toward our desired outcomes, which is accomplished through getting clear about what it is we want, shifting our mindset to move past limiting beliefs, and holding ourselves 100% accountable for what we have in our lives, the good and the bad. If you're still struggling with these concepts or you're new to this podcast, you may find it helpful to go back and listen to the first nine episodes until you feel you have a strong handle on this. And that's because in today's episode, we're going to talk about how we make all of what I've taught you so far stick and become part of your day-to-day practice. To start, I want to use a quote that is by Lou Tice. All meaningful and lasting change begins on the inside and works its way out. I truly believe that change begins inside of us, in our minds and in our hearts, but how do we address the lasting part? Almost anyone can make change for a day, but sticking with it in lies the rub for most of us. But I have good news for you. I have some tips for you to be able to do just that. But before, I want to share a brief story with you. A couple of years ago, I noticed something very interesting about myself. You may even recognize some of yourself in this story too. I was doing a lot of consuming, consuming of information, specifically through books, websites, workshops, podcasts, and articles. 
you get the idea. Most of it was great information about how to lose weight, how to meditate, how to live a better life, and so on. I would try a few things, and then I'd learn some more, and then I'd forget about the ones I had learned before. In a sense, I was never explicitly focused. And as you can imagine, I wasn't making any lasting changes either. I think it's fair to say that I had this shiny new thing syndrome that many of us fall victim to now that so much of information is quite literally at our fingertips anytime we want it. What I wasn't doing was applying that information to my life in any significant way. That really got me wondering about why was this happening and how to increase the amount of application of these valuable strategies that would help me live my best life. And so I started to do some digging, and little by little, I found some things that really work. I'm going to share with you eight tips that I use that can help you apply the strategies from each of the illuminated life stepping stones I've laid out for you here in this podcast so far, and those to come. So here we go. Number one, set clear intentions. Now I know, I've talked a little bit about this before, but it is so important that I wanted to talk about it again today. You need to be clear about what it is you want to change in your life. And to do this, you really have to have a deeper understanding of what you're wanting to change and why you're wanting to change it. For me, I was so tired of feeling as though I was at the mercy of situations outside of me and how much I let other people and events determine my happiness. I had to get very clear about my intention to change my thoughts in a way that put me in charge of my own happiness, and then I had to live each day guided by that new intention. On to tip number two. You want to create space for change. We live very busy lives, And if we don't create space for our intentions, it is very hard to gain any momentum for change. You will need to plan for a specific time and place you will practice this work. Once I got clear about my intentions, I created space by scheduling 20 minutes on Mondays and Wednesdays after my kids were in bed. It was in my calendar and I chose a quiet space in my home for this appointment with myself. This was the space in which I applied the strategies I was learning in a very focused way. Now, over time, they became habits of mind for me, and I observed these new behaviors spilling over into other areas of my life throughout the day-to-day. Then that space was freed up for new strategies to try, and in combination with other tips I'm sharing with you today, this is still a practice I use on a regular basis. I find that it is the only way I can make lasting changes. Okay, so let's move on to tip number three. Pick one thing. For the love of God and everything holy, please just pick one thing. I don't know what it is, but for some reason, we think if a little is good, then more is even better. But this is just not true when trying to make changes in our behaviors. If we take on too much information and we try to implement too many strategies, we get overwhelmed and then nothing works. 
Here's an example of this. Last year, I wanted to lose weight and start meditating. So like many of us, I started looking for information on how to do these things well. I consumed so much information around these topics, I actually found myself paralyzed, not knowing how to begin. I quickly lost motivation, and I almost gave up before I even started. Thank goodness, I decided to focus on just one thing, the weight loss. But because I was still learning about how to create lasting changes in my life, I picked one thing of weight loss to focus on, and then I promptly consumed a ton of information and strategies for using a ketogenic diet. Finding myself paralyzed once again and wanting to throw in the towel, but much smarter now, I decided I would focus on just one resource of information, then I chose one strategy within that resource to focus on, which for me was to simply decrease my net carb intake. I can almost hear my sigh of relief now just thinking about that. Once I was consistent about eating less net carbs overall, I moved to the next goal and the next focus, which was to eat less than 20 grams of net carbs a day. I did not let myself take on another strategy until the one I was currently working on became a habit that took very little thought. Then, only then, did I move on to the next strategy. So if you want to create lasting change in your life, pick one thing, whether that is one source of information and or one strategy at a time. Pick one thing. Get good at that, then move on to the next. All right, on to tip number four, micro-changes. Once you've picked that one thing you're going to work on, as mentioned in tip number three, you'll want to implement micro changes. These aren't bite-sized pieces, but more like nibbles. Just as I encouraged you in this podcast to simply increase your awareness of what is going on in your mind, your first nibble is to increase awareness of your current state around what it is you want to change. Then you want to move on to making micro changes or tiny shifts in your behaviors, whether within your mind or in what you do physically. This can look very different for each individual, but for me, as I increased my awareness of unsupportive thoughts, I had focused on just one segment of my life. For example, I had observed just how much my perception of what others thought of me was a huge factor in how I was feeling on a regular basis. So instead of trying to manage all of my unsupportive thoughts around what I believed people thought of me, I decided to attend to only those thoughts about what I perceived my husband felt about me. Now, side note here, notice I said perceived. Our perception is our reality. So we better be very careful about what we allow ourselves to perceive. Okay, so back to the micro changes. Once I decided on this micro change, I recorded in a journal my unsupportive thoughts that I had about what I believed my husband thought of me. I would work with just the one or two most frequent negative thoughts to shift my mindset. I did this during that space of 20 minutes I mentioned in tip two. That was all I did for a while. And then when I felt confident and I noticed those positive changes in my thoughts 
on this subject and in my relationship with my husband, might I add, I moved to the next micro change, which was to apply this strategy to my unserving thoughts of what I believed my sister believed about me and so on. This is just like the example I gave you in tip three with my micro changes around net carbs. Once I got good at managing those net carbs, I moved to a micro change of increasing the percentage of healthy fats in my diet. The more I use micro changes, the more successful I am at lasting change in my life. Now, again, this will and should look differently for each of us. The important idea here is to just take one nibble to chew on at a time and then slowly build each new micro change onto the one that came before it. Moving on to tip number five, setting up triggers. A trigger is a simple reminder of your intentions and goals. We are creatures of habit, and it's easy to slip back into autopilot and let our subconscious mind operate on past habits, often without even us realizing it. In my husband's truck, if you start to veer out of your lane, the seat vibrates to alert you. I like to think of triggers like that. So implement triggers in your life that will ensure that you stay in the lane of your intention. If you happen to veer off, your trigger can snap you out of any unconscious operating modes you might be experiencing. A trigger allows you to make adjustments if needed, or even better yet, to keep you from slipping into unconsciousness in the first place. I have personally found my phone to be very helpful for me when setting up triggers in my life. An example of that is an alarm I have set to go off just before I pick up my kids. When my phone buzzes and the words kind, playful, and present scroll across my screen, I am reminded of my hope to embody these traits when I'm with my daughters. There's a variety of different ways you can set up triggers. There was a woman I used to work with who would send herself scheduled emails that included the information she wanted to be reminded of. Another woman I worked with used the sheer act of getting into her car as a trigger. She would stop before she put the key in the ignition and she'd review her intentions and her goals at that time. So go ahead and create some triggers to help you remember your goals and intentions. One thing I will remind you though, sometimes this stuff tends to fade the background of our consciousness. So once you've set your triggers, be sure that you visit them on occasion to make sure they're still working. And if not, make some adjustments, mix them up a bit. It's a pretty simple tip, but you'd be amazed at just how well it works. All right, up next is tip number six. Surround yourself with like-minded people or find them. This can seem easy at first, but as you begin to apply the steps of an illuminated life that I've taught here, you might start to realize that many of the people around you think the way that you used to think or even continue behaviors you no longer have. And this can make it difficult to maintain those newly formed habits that you've created for yourself because unfortunately, we tend to take on behaviors of those around us unless we're really intentional. Now, please hear me. There's nothing wrong with the people in your life that think or behave differently than you. They are on their own path and you are on yours. With that said, though, 
it can feel lonely at times when you make shifts like those we've talked about here, and it's nice to have others to connect with that share this new perspective. I invite you to spend time with contagiously positive people and join communities that are in line with this new way of thinking. A great place to start would be to follow my Facebook page if you haven't already. You can connect with me there, as well as others who follow me. You can also work with me directly, or a different coach. Whatever it looks like for you, find people you can relate to and share this journey with. Okay, so we have two tips left. Number seven, check-ins. Schedule weekly times to check in on your progress towards your goals and intentions. These are so important, but perhaps the hardest to stick to. Most people will schedule the time to check in with themselves, but showing up for an appointment with yourself proves challenging for so many of us. But I encourage you to schedule these into your calendar with reminders. And most importantly, show up for yourself. Sometimes it can be helpful to think of it as if you were expected at that appointment by your boss or your closest friend. Then, during this appointment with yourself, spend time reflecting on the growth you've made and planning how you will continue to experience these successes and increase their frequency. Tip number eight, illuminate your mindset. Well, maybe I should call this seven and a half because... You can do this at any time, but until it becomes a habit, you probably want to do this in your weekly check-ins. So to illuminate our mindset, we start by celebrating every win, no matter how small it is, while we're shifting our attention to focus on growth rather than lack. It's like that saying that you get more flies with honey than vinegar, You can't create lasting change for yourself from a place of lack. I'm going to say that again because people I work with love this. You can't create lasting change from a place of lack. I think this is so powerful because it helps us remember that we must first love and cherish ourselves. You will not be successful in any lasting way if you don't treat yourself with the utmost respect and kindness. Lasting change begins with ending your internal struggle with yourself and being your biggest cheerleader. That will help you illuminate your mindset and you'll start realizing that you lack nothing and that you will provide yourself with everything you need. All right, so those are my eight most favorite tips for making lasting change in your life. In quick review, number one, set clear intentions. Number two, Create space for change. Number three, pick one thing, just one thing. Number four, implement micro changes. Number five, create and use triggers. Number six, spend time with like-minded people or find them. Number seven, schedule check-ins and stick to them. And number eight, or shall I say 7.5, illuminate your mindset. Living an illuminated life is about developing new habits that lead to a healthier inner mind so that the driving force in your life comes from a place of inner strength. When that happens, there's nothing that can stop you. And if you're truly serious about making changes and you don't want to stand on the sidelines, 
use these tips regularly for moving past consuming information to applying it for lasting changes in your life. It's okay. You're not alone. And it's time to live life illuminated. Simply walk through the threshold. We'll be waiting for you on the other side. Until next time, take care. Bye-bye. Please join me next time as we continue this journey together. Until then, be better today than yesterday and live life illuminated. Thank you so much for listening to the Illuminated Life podcast. If you're enjoying what you're hearing, please leave a quick review in iTunes. Also, for free resources, show notes, and ways you can work with me directly, head on over to www.trishjohnson.com. That's www.trishjohnson.com.